Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm sort of always out trying to work out, I guess, plotting to take over the world work out how I can be a better person and better myself. I compete with no one but myself. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Trump and in this episode, we continue our conversation with Christopher Keast property investor and cleaning business owner who has built all his success from scratch as a high school dropout. Listen to find out how he protects himself from any mishaps on his property journey, more about his mentors and the advice he'd like to share with listeners. Keith's view on his property journey has always revolved around his seven-year plan. So our strategy, um, basically, we're looking at hopefully a seven-year plan. Um, so our strategy is uh, we've bought enough investment properties this year um, and then for the next two years, we'll look at buying one or two investment properties over the next two years um, and then after that, the, we'll purchase another two two investment properties um, by sort of 2022 and then... By about 2023, we'd look at buying another two or three, and that'll give us a, a passive income of $80,000 um, without you know having to rely on any other income coming in. Um, and that means that you know, due to my back injury, um, if for some reason I, I do need to um, you know change the way I work and the way I do things, uh, we've got a passive income coming in there, um, you know, to to feed our lives, basically. He continues to build his property portfolio for the sake of his future with his family and financial freedom. I was brought up in, in a house and home and, and um, you know, we, we had a good life and stuff like that. But I've got to see what you can have if you really put your mind to something. And, and my, I guess, one of my worst habits in life is and my my father-in-law's nickname me a cyclone because whenever I put my mind to something, um, I make sure I do it. I do it 110 percent, and I do it fast and hard. Um, and I'm just wanting to set up a good life for me and my wife and my kids, and be able to give them everything that I I could have as a, as a kid, um, and to be able to enjoy life. Um, I think you know they've gone this far into it, and they've got financial freedom on our own property. That you know, if we can move forward and have a income coming all the time, it's going to give us a far better lifestyle. So it'll allow us to have time with the kids, and we're not going to be, you know, left home because it's only five to seven years away. Um, we can go holidaying with them and, and see the world and, and just enjoy life rather than, you know, working until we're 60, 65 and, 
and you know maybe not being able to be as fit to go travelling you know Australia or, or going overseas and doing those things if we sort of do it now and, and get it over with um, you know and we're partway there and I believe it's terrible so that's the why just to get their financial freedom um, before I get too old and my wife gets too old so we can really enjoy life and spend time with the kids. While Keith's property journey is now going well, he did encounter some setbacks when he first started due to his closest peers. My wife, she's, we complement each other. So she's the safety net. Um, you know, she doesn't like to spend money. She's a saver. Um, and you know, she's always, you should pay off your own home first. Um, and, and friends and family, they just, I, I, they sort of talk you out of it. It's one of those things that sort of made me balk a little bit. But as I said, that gentleman I spoke to was such an inspiration that as soon as I seen that full sales line, open home, full sale on the corner, I, I blocked, put my fingers on and blocked out everything that was going on and just went, I'm going to buy that one um, and move forward from there. And then I guess once I met, what my wife wanted and all she wanted was to have her house paid off. It's just been full steam ahead from there. Um, you know, purchasing three units and a house in, in under six months and she hasn't batted an eyelid because she knows that if anything ever happens, we have that house. So um, I guess the things that held us back are friends and family just with, you know, them not understanding um, totally of what how property investment works. And they see, oh, this is big expense when you buy a property, it's going to cost you thousands to keep it. And you've got rates and you've got insurance. And those little things do put a little bit of doubt in your mind. But I'm a numbers man and I sit down and I write everything out and I work it all out and I, I do it all. So it, it slowed our journey down slightly, I believe. But um, here we are today. Keith has had also many great mentors who have helped him with great advice. I met a, a really close friend that we actually moved down and lived with in Sydney when I first moved down there. So they gave me an understanding of, you know, paying down loans and debts and, and not buying things that we shouldn't buy in life. And I've spent a lot of time uh, with him over the years just speaking to him. And, and because my stepfather passed away and I didn't also have a good relationship with him, he's also been the person that I go to to ask advice and, and stuff like that. So. He's been uh, a great inspiration to bounce ideas off and, and to really, you know, point out things to me and, and possibly mistakes that could happen along the way. Um, and then my father-in-law was also a uh, cooking investor, so I've seen what he was getting in life and, and what he was able to achieve. However, he does differently to the way we're doing it, where, um, you know, they negative gear properties and they work really, really hard and pay them down to give them financial freedom by the time they were sort of... Um, you know, in their 60s where what we're doing and we want to do is we want to get out of that, prior to that. So by creating uh, high rental yields, that creates um, positive cash flow, which then hopefully will give us that financial freedom, um, you know, by purchasing another six to seven properties in the future. As for the best advice he's ever received, it was simply to invest in property. Lately, it's as just speaking to um, people and, and just understanding how equity works and uh, rental yield, um, how that can give you financial freedom. So I'm really concentrating on that and learning more about that at the moment in the rental yield side and the equity and the best scenarios to use it. Our portfolio, 
may struggle a little bit and slow down, and I've been advised that because we don't want to pull any finance out or, or refinance our um, primary residence. So, um, you know, there's there's a lot of equity in that property that we could do that, but we don't want to do that because we want to keep that property settled and stand alone by itself with no debt over it. So basically, um, now that your family home has been paid off, you just keep that one separate, you know, don't touch it and then you, you basically touch your investment properties to redraw that those funds out to reinvest. Is that what you're saying? So on our investment properties, we'll pull the equity out of those if, when we can um, to use towards new investment properties, but our, our primary residence, no, we're not going to touch that. You know, for example, our primary residence is a 44 um, square metre home, so it's not a little home um, on a 2,500 square metre block. So... Yeah, so it shows how much equity is actually in that property that we could pull out and, and basically purchase many more properties, but we don't want to go down that path. That's the only the only thing that my wife has asked me not to do. So as far as I'm concerned, I've got a really good friendship and relationship with my wife and um, we complement each other. So she, I'll respect her for that and I'll, I'll keep powering on with my investment portfolio and, and she respects me and understands that you know, she can trust me with the decisions I make. So I can purchase a home now and ring her up afterwards and go, look, I've just found a property and it's worth X, Y, Z. I think we should buy it. And, um, you know, it's a done deal. There's no, oh, you shouldn't do it or you shouldn't do that because she trusts me. So we've formed such a good trust and bond doing that. But um, that's the only thing she's ever pulled me up on. No, you can't refinance our property. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I won't do that. And, and I don't think we need to do that. I'd like to prove there's so many different scenarios and different ways you can invest in the property that I would like to do it this way just to sort of prove some people wrong but prove to myself that it can be done this way. Coming up after the break, Keith shares with us his favorite property investment book. I actually use Audible a lot because I'm on the road a lot with the work that I do. So I, I listen to a lot of books and I listen to them over and over again. But I think Rich Dad, Poor Dad's probably um, you know, the best book I've ever read. The most contributing habit to his success? But uh, whenever I hit a goal, I set a new goal and I keep working towards that. Um, uh, I just believe that, yeah, I guess... Being a bull at a gate has really pushed me and driven me to become what I am and achieve what I have today. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Chum and you're listening to Property Investory. Hey podcast listeners, have you got cash or equity that is currently unused sitting in a bank account that could be invested into a property asset to generate a greater return? If the answer is yes, then register your interest to become a money partner at propertyinvestory.com. When you become a money partner with me, it enables you to receive opportunities to get a minimum of 20% plus returns on your cash or equity. To find out more, visit propertyinvestory.com. Now back to the show. Keith believes that owning his home and keeping it separate from his property portfolio protects him from any mishaps with his property investments. How often do you hear of people who invested in mine towns and, and places like that that have lost everything and they've been rent investing and you know they, they were really good um, set up with great rental yields and earning incomes in these mine towns and, and, and stuff like that where it sort of falls over and then they're in all this debt and they've quite often seen it on, on news and all that sort of stuff and you know there's 
so many different scenarios that work for different people. So I think this will work for us and uh, let's see what the next five or seven years bring us. As for books, Keist highly recommends the classic Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I think everyone's read the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, that was a really, really good book. I did listen to Barefoot Investor, but it, it didn't help us in any way um, because we'd already achieved everything that he was saying. Um, so to, to us, that book didn't help much. The first book I ever read uh, was How to Be the Next uh, Property Millionaire. And that sort of touched base on, you know, don't buy, similar scenario to what the gentleman in Sydney told me, don't buy two, one property worth, you know, 600000 go buy two worth 300000 and and that. So that was um, a, a really good book. And then, you know, Thinking Big um, and, and stuff like that. So I actually use Audible a lot because I'm on the road a lot with the work that we do. So I, I listen to a lot of books and I'll listen to them over and over again. But I think Rich Dad, Poor Dad's probably... Um, you know, the best book I've ever read. But I know from listening to your podcast, a lot of your listeners also have read that book and, and, and that too. So I think it also gives you that motivation and the drive to push forward because you do listen to it and you hear it. Geez, that does sound simple, you know. Keith's most contributing habit to his success has been his overwhelming drive to achieve. I like a bull at a gate. I, I hate not knowing um, and I don't do things in halves. So... If someone tells me that something's going to happen, I, I hold them to that and it has to happen then. And I'm a bit like that with life. So if there's something I want to buy or if there's something I want to do, uh, I don't hold back. I just go do it straight away. I guess I fixate too much on it. <laughs> and that has been it's, – it's, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing because um, at times it can upset a few people because I'm so impatient. Um, however, I think it's helped us in our in – our, Everyday life, property journey, you know, everything we do, even business, you know, not waiting, pushing forward while others are sleeping. I'm out still working or trying to work out how to grow the business or trying to work out how to get the, uh, more properties or achieve greater things in life and what, what I can do in life to achieve those things. Um, you know, we don't, I don't sit down and watch football on weekends and drink beer or anything like that. I'm sort of always out trying to work out, I guess, plotting to take over the world work out how I can be a better person and better myself. And it, I compete with no one but myself and I am very hard on myself um, and I don't know why that is because I think we've achieved a lot in our life but uh, whenever I hit a goal, I set a new goal and I keep working towards that. Um, so I just believe that, yeah, I guess being a bull at a gate has really pushed me and driven me to become what I am and achieve what I have today. Well, I wanted to find out if, say, you met yourself 10 years ago, what do you think you would have said to him? Look, realistically, um, 10 years ago, I would have just, if I didn't meet myself 10 years ago, I would say to myself that everything's going to be okay. And I don't think I would change anything, to be honest. I think what we've achieved is, is pretty good for our, um, for our age and the things that we've owned and purchased along the way. You know, I think just... 10 years ago because, you know, I've always been, put a lot of pressure on myself and stuff like that. Yeah, it would be just that, you know, in 10 years' time, things are going to be looking up. So I, I've got no regrets of anything that we've done in the last 10 years and it wouldn't be like going out and buy more properties or anything like that because, as I said, we set a goal um, to do all this by the time I was 40 and I've done it all by the time I was 38. So, um, yeah, no, I'm pretty happy with that. 
As for his future, Keith is simply excited to meet and work with more property investors. The people I'm meeting of recent and just, yeah, just moving one step closer uh, every year to hopefully meeting that seven-year goal. That's the exciting thing, you know, who else am I going to meet along this, this journey? Um, it's going to be inspirational to us and the new things that we're going to be able to achieve. So, um, yeah, that's really it, to be honest. And last question I have for you, how much of your success do you think is of your skill and intelligence and hard work and how much of it is because of luck? To be honest, um, as I said, I was, I was told in year 10 that um, basically I should leave school and um, these are true words that I was told by a teacher that I was going to amount to, um, to nothing. So it was something that drove me and it, it, and it drove me to achieve something. So, look, luck, no, I think it's hard work. None of it's been luck. It's been hard work. And, and I'm not afraid to ask people. I'm not afraid to say to someone, you know, how did you achieve this? I've never been jealous of anyone. I've always looked at them and thought, you know what, you're a better person than me. You've got better stuff than me. How did you achieve this? I'm happy to ask them questions or to look up to them and go, hey, they've done this. Why can't I do this? And then and move towards that. So, yeah, that, that's, that's really it in a nutshell. No, it's not luck. It's hard work uh, and just looking at the properties. It's probably luck that I drove past the full sale sign and said open house. That's about it. For those interested in contacting Keist, you can reach him through his companies, Facebook or simply through phone. They can get me on uh, on Facebook, Chris with a K, uh, Keist, K-E-A-S-T, or I'm happy for him to give me a call on my mobile on 04 113 So, yeah, or a little shout-out for my business name. So we own Magical Clean um, or Magical Restoration and BioClean. They're also on Facebook. So, yeah, you can find us on there. Thank you to Christopher Keese, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinveststory.com. Also, have you got cash or equity that is currently unused sitting in a bank account that could be invested into a property asset to generate a greater return? If the answer is yes, then register interest to become a money partner by SMSing me your email address on 0499881040. When you become a money partner with me, it enables you to receive opportunities to get a minimum of 20% plus returns on your cash or equity. To find out more, text me your email address on 04 99 88 10 40. Thanks for listening.